0: Hey Femlore fam, this is part two of our Mulan episode, so if you haven't already, go back and listen to part one. The stories we tell communicate who we are and what we value. Each episode, we consider a different story from our perspective as women. From murder ballads to fairy tales, we discuss the power these stories have over us all. This is our history, both real and imagined, told through the eyes of today. This is Fen Lore.
1: You know, Gio, if you listen to our back episodes, let me tell you, we don't get this very often. So we <laughs> we really need to like <laughs> love this story because there's so much good about it that like I don't feel horrible after I leave today from Mindy's right like I, I feel like I can I can go on it's okay everything's fine there's some stories that like make you feel a certain way and yeah this doesn't end the way that I would like right like honestly I wish she just or I wish Mulan just stayed right I wish she just kept doing what she was doing um but you know what she didn't and but there's still some strength in that like she is strong the whole time and I am here for it I love it Mulan. 2020,
2: right? Right. <laughs> God, yes. <that's> incredible. <laughs> you know, I agree. You know, it's a deep bravery in that. And, you know, sometimes we give ourselves a time limit. Like sometimes we're like, I'm going to see if I can do this thing. And maybe I'm going to see if I can do it for three years. And maybe that's what, you know, Mulan's challenge was independently. Like, I'm going to see how long I can do this without getting caught or, how successful I can become at that. And so like, sometimes it's like, once you hit your internal clock, you're like, I'm satisfied with that. Um, And so maybe that's what it was. And then maybe the bravery was in going back after doing that and saying, I'm still going to stand strong and then complete the other duties of me. But that was maybe just a challenge, you know? And I don't know. I also don't agree. Uh, with the ending, I think it, it could have gone differently and I would have loved to see it different. But right, there's just um, a strength that is shown and uh, something we can all be happy about.
1: It's definitely one of the best,
2: Geode. It's definitely
1: one of the best. Yeah. <laughs> and that's all I have to, that's all I can grasp very sadly on is like, oh my gosh, this is actually a woman empowered or, you know, a person empowered and, and like this is happening and and they're able to kind of make their situation. And they are always an actor. And it's incredible. Um, So yeah, get ready to get real depressed when you I don't know why I have to whisper real depressed. But I do because it gets real bad. And well, yeah, you know? oftentimes,
3: there's so many other fairy tales and folklore that just tell us about how weak women are or that this has to happen, you know, and like, it, in some of the stories too that we tell the women aren't even given a name. And this I mean, her name is The fairy tale. Her name is the folklore. This is Mulan's story. This is, you know, and the thing that's so amazing. And again, to go back to what you said earlier, Gio, like, this is Mulan. This is you. This is so many people's stories. And whether, you know, being transgender or not, I think what you said too about her own, you know, Mulan's own journey and story, sometimes it is these these goals that we give ourselves. And I think for me, something that I've talked about on my own social media, on my Instagram, and as listeners get to know me better this season, um, you know, sharing about, I've had a hard time getting pregnant. And when you were sharing, Gio, that you worried you might be taking something away from your parents, I think for me, as a a woman growing up, and you know, when I was younger, I always thought, okay, well, you know i'm going to get married i'm going to have kids that's what you do like life will be grand i'll just i'll find a job and obviously there's setbacks and struggles along the way but i never once realized or thought that that could be a setback um i didn't personally know anyone who had gone through something like that so um, that's a story that I'm trying to share and be more open about. And, you know, one of the hardest things when I had a miscarriage and, um, you know, we have not gotten pregnant again since, but I often wonder and worry and my parents and my family and my friends and everyone said, no, don't worry about us. That's not, you know, we would never think that way. But I have had that thought and worry of, "I'm, am I taking away an opportunity for, you know, all of my sisters to like, be able to love my child to have another, you know, niece or nephew or whoever they want to be. And like, for my parents to have another grandchild, but it's, it's often hard, because these stories that we grow up hearing, if you don't fit into that, it makes you sometimes think, Oh, am I not good enough? But, you know, to have people sharing their stories and letting you know, your, your story and your journey can be different. And that's okay.
2: Yeah, I think we all can kind of see ourselves in Mulan in a different way. And I think that is the great thing about Mulan. You know, Cinderella's great. You know, um, Tia- Princess Tiana was great. You know, Little Right. they are all amazing. You know, they're all amazing stories, but they're all like the same basis of things. And the plot is no different. You know, uh, I don't know a lot of trans people non-binary people who are going to see themselves in those characters. um, I think Mulan is so fluid that it gives you an opportunity to see yourself in that light. Whether you're um, a cisgender heterosexual um, white woman who is just a strong woman, you can see yourself in Mulan. Um, Whether you're like a strong black woman, you know, you can see yourself in Mulan, you know, um, as a trans person or a non-binary person, you can find something about Mulan that resonates with you. And I think that is like the beauty of it and the positive that we can take from that story that it is ever changing to so many people. And it just shows like the strength in your struggles and how to get out of alone without having to like be like, I have to have this, this life and this life has to be exactly the cookie cutter life that is supposed to be for me.
3: And I also... That's not the case. Yeah, no, complete, I loved everything that you just said. And what I also wanted to add to it, the strength, I think, the other strength that I really like from Mulan's story, and I know in the original Disney version, they did focus a little bit on our love interest, mm-hmm. but I do really like that this original story the one that we just told which is closer to this actually originated a from a poem mm-hmm. there is no love interest this is Mulan's story this is her journey and i'm really curious to see if they have a love interest in the live action one um i'm assuming that they might because it's hollywood it's a movie but um i don't know i i kind of feel like i would really love if I they really, didn't
1: yeah i really want that version of of like Mulan not having a love interest. Like I love that she's, that he, that they're just like doing what they want, right? Like they are just doing what they want and then they come home and that's it. Like they see their friends again. Cool. What's up. That's it. Like, no, you know, none of this like uh, forced, I don't know, forced, forced, patriarchy Uh, yeah patriarchy it kind of kind of hurts my
3: throat a little right
1: like that patriarchy just like oh it's like a cold night it's so horrible you can
3: have this story and you can have all this stuff to celebrate but we're still gonna get our way (laughs) oh oh yeah you're still looking for that male gaze we see you cool
1: cool cool right really mulan like mulan is so powerful and she and just gets smashed you know it's not her it's not her story anymore it's not it's not about them right. at all. It's about uh, the love interest, which like meh, 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 meh. Yeah,
3: that's usually my problem with some of the fairy tales. But I think right. you know we we are trying to stay positive today, right? And we're positive, celebrating right. The, yes, all the <laughs> greatness. About there's
1: <laughs> there's positive, right? Got it. <laughs>
3: well,
2: I think I would like to see a love interest and then be done with the love interest. Like it doesn't have to be a forever thing. Like okay, I like this person. And now I'm done with this person because that is real life. You know, like not everyone marries their first love. Sometimes you date some people and you're like, I liked you and now I'm done with you. So that would be cool because that's a nice spin on it. Mulan
1: on Tinder is what you're proposing. I kind of love it. We should definitely make this. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, guys, pitch right now. Here we go. This is is the room. (laughs) Mulan Tinder dating. Oh, my God. That sounds incredible. What do you think her profile would say? I mean, oh, oh God, could you even, you couldn't, I mean, it would say so many great things, like, you know, one, saddlebags
3: of gold, or it might just say, (laughs) let's get down to business.
1: (laughs) We do not have the rights for that. I don't know why you want to get us sued, (laughs) Mindy. You settle down, okay?
2: (laughs) Yes, I don't know. Mm. But But I'm here for it either way.
1: (laughs) Well, I'm glad that you'll uh, you'll read our rewrite of Mulan, which includes tender dating Mulan. But I think, too, like what you said is very interesting because in Disney movies specifically and any adaptations of folklore that we see traditional folklore, you know, that. Um, longevity of relationship is almost a way to keep people down, right? So you think about Beauty and the Beast and that was really a way to say like, if your guy kidnaps you, it's totally cool. Like, don't worry about it. Like, if you hate him and he's smelly like a beast, don't worry about it. It's going to be fine. You know, it's a way to like quell the the very real anxieties of um, people who are getting forced into things they didn't want to do. And I think what you're saying is incredible. Why can't Mulan just like test the waters a little bit you know she 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 you know she can you know take a look and just see what works you know doesn't have to commit to anybody or anything or whatever like
3: right because as we talk about some of those other fairy tales you know oftentimes even think about sleeping beauty she's sleeping and he comes and kisses her like oh and just magic i mean in the title Yes. It's like in the title. Don't do that. Right. right? Nobody wants to be. Where is the consent? (laughs) Amen.
1: Amen. It is missing. Right. It's like.
3: (laughs) And I think that's a big problem with just so many of the tales, because it's also it puts a pressure for women to be so chaste and virginal is virginal a word it feels right don't worry about it <laughs> it just it forces you know the woman in the story usually is the one who has to fall in love forever and the you know stereotypical man usually a prince riding in on a horse or something gets to be the one who who knows how many different Women he kissed before coming upon Sleeping Beauty, but you know mm-hmm. she he went was on just a
1: lot of tender dates, didn't he? Right he yeah. he,
3: ro-
2: he rode through a lot of different Listen. forests. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think a thing that I also absolutely don't like um, about Disney, as much as I love it, is um it always kind of plots um the female as like negative or weak in a sense. And then, like, they save her So like you were saying, like, about Beauty and the Beast Like, okay, it's okay that he kidnapped you But, like, take what you can get Because if you remember Like, even in opening songs Like, they talked about how weird Bill was And all of these things, you're like, wow Like, yeah, and you don't think about that as a kid As you're, like, listening to these songs Because they're, like, poppy and springy And you're like, I love it Because you're not understanding the words And then you get older and you do like me You listen to uh, Disney Pandora And you're like, wow, like they were talking about how weird she was in this world in like the opening credits of the movie almost. So They're almost like trying to
3: justify that, oh, well, it's okay. She got kidnapped.
2: Yeah. So like they set the tone early and subtly and because they paint a pretty picture, you don't think about it. And then that is like what happened, you know? And even like, you know, Little Mermaid, she had to change herself to be with him. So either you give up one thing to get another thing. Like that's not realistic for people and it shouldn't be like the thing for women. Um, And I will have to say like on a personal level as like a person who has lived a life as a female, I am not the best person to talk about it because I didn't fully ever resonate with like being a woman. I was always just like female identified. And I have to tell people that those are like two totally separate things, you know? But I'm learning as I'm getting older as a man, like the value of the fact that I was able to like live and see the world through that other lens. And it's just like, what in the absolute world is going on? You know, and that, yep. And going back and like watching these movies or just even the way the world is now, I'm like, what is going on? And it's crazy. Geo,
3: I love what you just said there because I think so often transgender is seen as something maybe different or less than, but how you just said it too, that's a special superpower that only you have being able to see through those different lenses. I mean, I I don't know. It just, it made me really happy because we, one of our, our dear friends who, um, has a child with Down syndrome, I have been just, I've been doing a lot of like reading about different things and trying to educate myself as well. And I was listening to a, I think it was actually a podcast because I love podcasts, that's Why I'm here. And they were talking about how um, there's new studies happening because so often things that make us different are seen as maybe something negative or like, oh, you're you're different or less than in this way. But they're actually starting to do research as well, because with it's an extra chromosome, right, that leads Ooh. to Down syndrome. And with that change, they're also looking at, well, what are the other extra special things mm-hmm. that they have? And oftentimes, you know, this this extra ability to love and connect with people. And I have seen and felt that with our friend's child. And I also just think it's, I don't know, it really just kind of hit me in that way. Does that make sense to you what I'm trying to say? I think it's really cool to uplift that as well as, you know, I'm, I know that there's so many struggles that came with your journey, but those extra special things that you have that other people don't have is, is really cool.
2: Yes. I mean, all of the yes for what you just said. Um, I took a little bit longer journey in being able to fully embrace that. Um, But I think because I have this amazing passing privilege, um, no one who meets me ever thinks that I'm trans, which is great, you know, for a lot of people who are trans, that's the ultimate goal, you know, because we just want to live our lives. We just want to be normal. um, And for a lot of people like living stealth as we call it, that is like the hiatus of everything. Um, but for some of us, you know, we kind of go through that and then we're like, okay, and you know, you're changing the world and you're working on that. Um, you then see that as a way for you to um use your platform for others. And so um I absolutely love when I'm having conversations with people and then they're talking about, you know, LGBTQ specific things or Trans specific things and If they're even going down like a little bit of a Negative path and then I'm using my education To kind of reel them in I'm like okay so like would you Say those things to someone who is trans Like if they were sitting Next to you and then they're like well Yeah or no or like like they You know they're confused because it almost is always going Over their head um, And then they you know keep talking and I'm like asking them again but would you say that If that person was there and then when they're like, well, yeah, because you know, I don't believe in X Y Z, And I'm like, okay, well then say it. And then they're confused on why I'm asking them to say it. And then I'm like, well, because I'm trans and what you're saying makes zero sense. And then it's like this aha moment for them. And you know, um, it's important because we have to be able to like live the world. First off, minding our own business because everything is not for everybody. And, how I live my life does not directly affect you, but also like just letting people like live normally and um, knowing that, like that it's okay to do that is a thing. And so I think that is why I do the education that I do. And that is like why I kind of out myself in the places of patriarchy um, because it is the most important thing to do. And people, you know, they get confused by that, but I'm like, that is me using, My superpower to know Or I also love to like Echo what women in the room say If there's not a lot of uh, Women in the room because I am almost Always the anomaly Where I am so I'm either the only trans person um, That's identified or the only Brown person or the only veteran And I always Like try to use that as a way to Uplift that other person who might be Like me in the room or the, the Woman that's in the room so if Mindy says Y and Z and then Peter overtalks Mindy well then when it's my turn I'm gonna say yeah what Mindy said makes a lot of sense everybody and then I'm like echoing what Mindy said but also still giving Mindy the credit for saying it and that is also important and not to say that there's not cisgender men who do that but I think that is like a super power that a lot of like trans men who understand the struggle, Of being a female like to do and yeah, so it's definitely a superpower that I'm now refining. So watch out because I'm out here.
1: Love it. And Peter is the (laughs) worst. Am I right? That guy's the worst. God, Peter, shut up. Nobody cares about your idea in this meeting, right?
3: Right.
2: Yeah, mansplaining everything.
3: God, Peter, Ah. shut it down. Just stop. Ah. Read the room. Love that. And I'm not trying (laughs) to turn it to be like, oh, we're doing the same thing. But I think like people do need to recognize that. And that's why, Gio, we're just so thankful that you would join us for this discussion because we're like, how, why would how do Rachel and I relate have to Milan <laughs>
1: I mean yeah yes
3: <laughs> I mean and to your point we do as strong women as women who are trying to you know fight and make the world a better place but I just we're, we're so happy that you shared your story with us and one question that I have um you mentioned something earlier when you you said um did you say that you refer to trans people or people People who haven't transitioned yet as living
2: stills? No. So people who um, have transitioned um, but maybe don't want the world to know that they have transitioned um, are what we call living stealth. So you live stealthily and no one knows. So like for me, if I don't tell anyone that I'm trans, nobody knows that I'm trans. So I'm stealth. Got it. Yes.
3: Totally makes sense. I thought you said living stills and I didn't. Yeah. Living (laughs) stealth makes a lot more sense. And I think that is so interesting because, yeah, that's a whole Mm -hmm. other layer to you that I hadn't really Mm -hmm. thought about. The fact that, you know, you, you have done what, at least I correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe I heard you say earlier, you know, that's kind of everybody's dream is to be able to transition and then be able to look in the mirror and have the reflection of how you feel inside and knowing that you have successfully done that, but you don't You know, you're not living stealth. You are then on top of that choosing to make sure that people know what you've gone through. They're seeing those, your journey, they're seeing your, you know, I guess your, I was going to say your scars, and I I feel like I've seen you even post photos, but they're seeing those physical and metaphorical um, scars that you carry, and you're helping people along the way by showcasing that. So I just, I really applaud you, and I thank you, because we need more geos. Yes, we do. Have you thought about cloning?
2: Well, hear me out. <laughs> I am great, but I am a hot mess and I do not need to be cloned because I am a literal savage. Um, I, I tell people like, if I like you, I like you. And I do the work and I think I do the work with so many people um, professionally that I don't want to do the work personally. If my friends don't have their life together, I don't want no parts. Leave me alone. So, um, you know, maybe clone some parts of me and some parts leave it out.
1: Well, I do work in tech, so I'm just saying we could upload something. Oh. We can kind of like you know figure it out. It would be a, it, it would be a collaboration. That is yes. what I technically do. What Mindy just did with her mouth is what I do all day. So we can well, well it's it's a you know it's a brainstorm, right? We're just we're just bouncing off some ideas.
2: Yes. And Make I think, me a
3: little
1: robot. Uh, yes. Yes. Make me one too. I, not of me, but just a robot in general would be great. But yeah, we're working <laughs> on it. Not for
3: me. You got I don't want a robot. But I think it's... She still- says that right now. Let's play this back in 10 years when we have our robots, Geo. When play. I am a robot. Right. Yeah. It's so funny cuz I I've heard you say that before that um you're like no, I'm a savage if I don't want to do if I don't I've I i do not want to fool with you, I'm not going to fool with you and I just I guess I'm thankful that I'm on your side that I am because I haven't seen that side of you yet. But maybe we don't want to cross it. That's the that's the warrior side. The
2: <laughs> It is. It is. You know, and I you know for a lot of years it came from a different place you know, I think it came from a place of, um, uncomfortability within myself, within other people, um, just hostility for, you know, not being able to like live my authentic life or, you know, whatever. But now, um, it comes from a place of protecting my peace. I am too old now to like deal with things that don't bring me peace. Um, but, as I said, you know, I give so much um, mentally and emotionally to the world with the work that I do that sometimes I'm just like, I am not in the mood for it, you know? And it, it is very um, brutal sometimes. And, you know, and I try to do my best not to be like that. But sometimes you have to just be like, you have to call a spade a spade. And my dad says, call a spade a spade. And it is what it is. And I think that is where my savageness comes from just being brutal sometimes yeah. But and I being mean, perpetually exhausted. <laughs> so. Amen. I, know. That. I,
3: <laughs> yes. I need a nap. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I was actually napping this whole time. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I was totally awake. No, but I think even, you know, I, that has to relate a little bit as well. Even to these stories that were told, you don't hear stories of women setting those boundaries. Yes. You, The <laughs> story is being told and put on. Women is what we're seeing most often in these different stories. But, um, you know, I think that's so true and something that I've been able to do the older that I get as well. I think I've really been able to value my personal protection and space, as you said, and um, my own mental and physical happiness. Sometimes I just need to say, hey, I can't do that today. I I can't (laughs) deal with that. I need some me time. And, um, you know, to be able to, live your best life. We all need that. And we all deserve that, you know,
1: mm-hmm. we could all stand to be a little savage, to be honest.
2: I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I'm really, I, I totally agree.
2: I'm still learning that saying no thing mm-hmm. a little bit because I'm not there yet. Today was day 17 of working in a row um, between all of the wow. the different jobs that I have. And I do not have a full day off um, until March, March 28th. Oh man. So, At that point, it will have been about 47 ish days in a row. So,
3: and you made time for us. I feel so special. I was gonna
2: say, you
1: should have been napping during this time. This was probably not worth it. (laughs) (laughs) This was where this is such an important story. It It was very (laughs) worth it. I just wanted to give the opportunity for a nap to be had. That's all I wanted. (laughs) Thank you for taking the time. That's so incredible.
2: It's so worth it. Um, but. I think it just leads to the fact that sometimes, you know, obviously, you know, we see our mothers and we see our grandmothers and our sisters and our aunts and, you know, um, be so selfless that, you know, that time for self has never been taken. And I think because I have such strong women in my life, like my mother and like my Nima, and like my sisters, even though they're younger, you know, that selflessness is something that is contagious. And, you know, if we don't learn how to, you know, put the boundaries up, it will like overtake us. And I am there on a personal note, but I think that is just a reflection of, you know, who women are and the beauty of them and yeah, that selflessness. And so I think that that is always a part of who I am from, growing up that way but also from living that life that I still carry that selflessness with me and you know and that's not to say that men don't work tirelessly of course or that they don't you know do that but that emotional labor is something that I truly feel like is something and I say this with all of the respect and the love that is a female attribute and that is an amazing thing you know to be able to just give to the well as empty and then still figure out how to give more. Um, so yeah. So if we as men could do more of that, and that would be a great thing.
3: Yeah, it would probably lead to better balance, and you know, kind of taking some of that ownness off the females of feeling that. Because it was so great listening to you say that, because you answered my questions without me even having to ask you them. Because <laughs> I was going to say, do you see that as an inherently female? trait and something that females are taught to do you know the endless caregiving that's something we've talked about a lot here um on this podcast as well so yeah Thank so you.
1: basically peter step up step up peter come on yeah.
3: god mm-hmm.
1: first you talk then you can't even do any emotional labor god peter you're the worst
3: good call that rachel
1: thanks sometimes i'm pretty that's why i'm here i guess i don't know <laughs>
2: we'll keep
1: you around oh thanks Gio I really need this job <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> nobody's getting paid just to be clear nobody's getting paid
3: <laughs> maybe someday maybe someday right. contact us if you want to sponsor yeah. us <laughs> please please please. <laughs>
2: please please sponsor them
3: Yay. um well great Gio we we know how busy you are and we've already taken up an hour of your time Gio, so you are
1: incredible we are so lucky to have had you on we are going to have you back it's happening yes we have another season dropping in September and we will certainly contact you about having you back if you're interested so that would be great um but yeah yeah. it would be just it was just so wonderful to talk to you and get your perspective and understand you know just just talk about Mulan and you know we love folklore here so we're folklore nerds
2: Well, I appreciate being able to be here. You know, um, thank you so much to the both of you. And, of course, you know, a special thank you, of course, to Mindy for reaching out and thinking of me. But, you know, also thank you to the listeners, you know, because I know how um, sacred female spaces are. Once again, not that there are male listeners, but, you know, um, yeah. And so to be able to be on here and to be received, um, is amazing and I appreciate it. And I will absolutely come back if you will love me too.
3: Woo woo woo. Woop, woop. Awesome. Well, thank you, Geo. Um you, Gio. give Elise a great big hug when you get home and um I hope you guys are doing well, healthy and happy, setting thank those you. boundaries. Take um, that vacation. <laughs> Go somewhere once you finally get a day
2: off. Yes. yes. Well listen, yes. My birthday's coming up in Ooh. about a month and a half, so Birthday trip. Wait, you when's always. your birthday? Do it. Um, April 10th. Shout out to the Aries. Woo woo. Thanks for being here, Gio.
3: We hope you do something extra special with your special day. And
1: yay, Aries.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yes. Thank you so much. I appreciate you both.
3: All right. We appreciate it was you. It's so good to talk to you.
0: Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with another episode, but you can always find us on Instagram at Femlor Podcast or visit us online at femlor.com. We love what we do, but we can't do it without you. Your listens, shares, and reviews keep us going, so please tell your friends about us. FimLore is produced by Mindy Scott, Rachel Marr, Aaron Crossland, and Lauren Crossland-Marr. Audio engineering and music by Aaron Crossland. Research and coordination by Lauren Crossland-Marr. And as always, canine support provided by Andy and Cody.
1: Ow!